श्रवनम डायरीज पॉडकास्ट हरे कृष्णा वी आर कंटिन्यूइंग टू रीड द नेक्टर ऑफ डिवोशन द बुक बाय हिज डिवाइन ग्रेस अभय चरणारविंद भक्ति वेदांत स्वामी श्रीला प्रभुपाद चैप्टर 3 एलिजिबिलिटी ऑफ द कैंडिडेट फॉर एक्सेप्टिंग डिवोशनल सर्विस कंटिन्यूइंग These four types of devotees have been described in the 7th chapter of Bhagavad Gita and they have all been accepted as pious. Without becoming pious, no one can come to the devotional service. It is explained in Bhagavad Gita that only one who has continually executed pious activities and whose sinful reactions in life have completely stopped can take to krishna consciousness others cannot the neophyte devotees are classified into four groups the distressed those in need of money the inquisitive the wise according to their gradations of pious activities without pious activities if a man is in a distressed condition he becomes an agnostic a communist or something like that because he does not firmly believe in god he thinks that he can adjust his distressed condition by totally disbelieving in him hmm. he thinks he can adjust his distressful condition by totally disbelieving in him okay Lord Krishna however has explained in the Gita that out of these four types of neophytes the one who is wise is very dear to him because a wise man if he is attached to Krishna is not seeking an exchange of material benefits a wise man who becomes attached to Krishna does not want any return from him either in the form of relieving distress or in gaining money this means that from the very beginning his basic principle of attachment to krishna is more or less love hmm. love from the very beginning Furthermore due to his wisdom and study of the shastras scriptures he can understand also that Krishna is the supreme personality of Godhead It is confirmed in Bhagavad Gita that after many many births when one becomes actually wise he surrenders unto Vasudeva knowing perfectly well that Krishna Vasudeva is the origin and cause of all causes therefore he sticks to the lotus feet of krishna and gradually develops love for him although such a wise man is very dear to krishna the others are also accepted as very magnanimous because even though they are distressed or in need of money they have come to krishna for satisfaction 
Thus, they are accepted as liberal, broad-minded Mahatmas. Without being elevated to the position of a Gyani or a wise man, one cannot stick to the principle of worshipping the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The less intelligent are those whose intelligence has been taken away by the spell of Maya, are attached to different demigods on account of the influence of the modes of nature. The wise man is he who has thoroughly understood that he is spirit-soul and not simply a body. Because he realizes that he is spirit and Krishna is the Supreme Spirit, he knows that his intimate relationship should be with Krishna, not with this body. The distressed and the man in want of money are in the material concept of life, because distress and need of money are both in relationship with this body. One who is inquisitive may be a little above the distressed and the man in need of money, but still, he's on the material platform. But a wise man who seeks Krishna knows perfectly well that he is spirit soul or Brahman and that Krishna is the Supreme Spirit or Parabrahman. He knows that the spirit soul being subordinate and finite should always dovetail himself with the infinite and supreme soul Krishna. That is the relationship of the wise man with Krishna. It can be concluded that a person who is freed from the bodily concept of life is an eligible candidate for pure devotional service. It is also confirmed in the Bhagavad Gita that after Brahman realization, when one is freed from material anxieties and can see every living entity on an equal level, he is eligible to enter into devotional service. As stated before, there are three kinds of happiness – material, spiritual, and devotional. Devotional service and the happiness due to its execution are not possible as long as one is materially affected. If someone has desire for material enjoyment or for becoming one with the Supreme, these are both considered material concepts. Because the impersonalists cannot appreciate the spiritual happiness of association and the exchange of loving affairs with the Supreme Personality of Godhead, their ultimate goal is to become one with the Lord. This concept is simply an extension of the material idea. In the material world, everyone is trying to be the topmost headman among all his fellow men or neighbors 
either communally, socially, or nationally. Everyone is competing to be greater than all others in the material concept of life. This greatness can be extended to the unlimited so that one actually wants to become one with the greatest of all, the Supreme Lord. This is also a material concept, although maybe a little more advanced. However, the perfect spiritual concept of life in mm-hmm, is complete knowledge of one's constitutional position, in which one knows enough to dovetail himself in the transcendental loving service of the Lord. One must know that he is finite and the Lord is infinite. Thus, it is not possible to actually become one with the Lord, even if one aspires for this. It is simply not possible. Therefore, anyone who has any desire or aspiration for satisfying his senses by becoming more and more important, either in the material sense or in the spiritual sense, cannot actually relish the really sweet taste of devotional service. Hmm. Wow, that's beautiful. Srila Rupa Goswami has therefore compared possessing these bhukti, material, and mukti, liberation, desires with being influenced by the black art of a witch. In both cases, one is in trouble. Bhukti means material enjoyment, and mukti means to become freed from material anxiety and to become one with the Lord. These desires are compared to being haunted by ghosts and witches because while these aspirations for material enjoyment or spiritual oneness with the Supreme remain, no one can relish the actual transcendental taste of devotional service. A pure devotee never cares for liberation. Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu prayed to Krishna, quote, My dear son of Nanda, I do not want any material happiness in the shape of many followers, nor immense opulence in wealth, nor any beautiful wife, nor do I want cessation from material existence. I may take birth many times, one after another, but what I pray from you is that my devotion unto you may always remain unflinching. Mm -hmm. Jai. What was that verse, right? It's a Shikshashtaka verse, number four. Nadanam najanam nasundarim Kavitam vajagadisha kamaye mama janmani janmani shvare bhavatad bhakti rahai tuki tvai Jai Wonderful 
Thank you so much for tuning in today. The book links, previous episodes, timeline, and biography of the author can be found on shravanamdiaries.com. The link is in the description, and we shall see you tomorrow. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna.